We're learning Da'ach Ches Amin Beis, and we're going to begin at the bottom of Ches Amin Aleph. I just want to read over the last few lines of the Gemara from yesterday, beginning seven lines from the bottom. Now that you're saying that when the Torah says Mizayvay, so it's meant to be Darshan. So when the pasuk says Vichiyitar Hazav Mizayvay, my Darash to be, what do you Darshan with that pasuk? Vichiyitar Hazav Mizayvay. The Gemara says, We need that, we use that word for the drasha that it talks about in the Brisa. What does the Brisa say? The Brisa says, When it says in the Pasuk, when the Zav becomes Tahar, what does it mean? When he stops the flowing. In other words, the Zav is Tami because he has this, this flow, this discharge. As soon as the flow stops, he can begin to become Tahar by counting seven clean days. Now Rashi says it's a chiddush here, because you might have thought he has to be tovel in the mikvah before he can start counting his seven clean days. No. Right away the kishi yifsok mizovo as soon as the flow stops. Now the Pasuk didn't need to write the word mizovo. So we dash in mizovo below mizovo vinigo. If the discharge stops, he can begin to count seven clean days. He doesn't have to wait for the zov and the nega of tzaras to stop. Rashi explains it means if a person has uh, this discharge, and he's telling me because of that. At the same time, he has a nega of tzeras. He doesn't need to wait for the nega of tzeras to go away before he can begin to, sca- to count seven clean days. As soon as the ziva stops, he can start counting seven clean days. And then it says, Mizovo Vesafar. The word Mizovo is next to the word Vesafar. But the truth is, didn't we just darshan Mizovo, lo Mizovo v'nego? How does he darshan Mizovo Vesafar? So at the end of the Gemara, we'll see that the truth is the, the middle drasha is not from the word mizovo, it's really from the word hazav. It could have said v'chiyitar. V'chiyitar would mean when he stops, when the flowing stops. When it says the word hazav, hazav means when the flowing itself stops, even though the nega didn't go away. That's enough. And then the word mizovo is there to be read together with v'safar. Mizovo v'safar, when the flowing stops, then he begins to count. But the word mizovo implies mizovo, something of the ziva, not all the ziva, something something extra, something different. Mizovo, the Gemara is going to say in the end, it means mikzah zovo, even a partial zov. What does it mean a partial zov? Because we saw in the beginning of the Gemara that, in the Mishnah really, that when a zov has three reels, three discharges, then he's a full-fledged zov, and he's tummy, and he brings all the karbanos. When it's mizovo, when something a mikzah zov, only two reels, then still he has to count, Vesafar, he has to count seven clean days. We made so this teaches us, Al-Zav that Zav only had two Riyos for Toh and Zvira he has to count seven clean days. So it's a special drasha to say that the Zav after two Riyos needs seven clean days. Back to Gemara, why do I need a special drasha of al Isn't it a din? Isn't it a Kabbalah Chaymer? And I could have learned that without the drasha. If in Metami Mishkav Umayshav, if this Zav after having two Riyos is Metami Mishkav Umayshav, we saw before, the Pasuk says, that the Torah says twice the word Zav, and then it says that he's Tameh. So after having two discharges, after having two Riyas, he's considered Tameh, and he's going to be Metameh Mishkavu Maishav, means the things that he lies on and sits on are going to become Tameh, like an Avatuma, even if it's beneath him, many layers beneath him, it becomes Tameh, and that's a very severe kind of a tuma. So if we find that the Zav, after having two Riyas, can give over such a Tameh, well, he tells me, Yashiva certainly, certainly need to count seven clean days before he becomes Tahar. The Gemara says, no. Shomer Asiyom Kinegidiyom Dukhiyach. The proof that this is not the case is Shomer Asiyom Kinegidiyom. What's Shomer Asiyom Kinegidiyom? That's a woman who has a Re'iyah of Dam, but it's not her actual monthly Re'iyah. It's an abnormal Re'iyah in between cycles. The din is 
that when she sees dam like that, she doesn't become tummy for seven days. What she has to do is, let's say she has this re'iyah's dam on a Sunday. She has to be shomeris yom, kineg, you know, she has to watch Monday, one day, kineg, the Sunday that she saw, to make sure that the one day is clean. Meaning, meaning she has to count one clean day, and then she can be tovo, and then she's tahira. Uh, Shemitama mishkav umoshav, and the halach is she's mitame mishkav umoshav on that day. And she does not need to count seven clean days, right? She just has to count one day. So you too. Don't be wonder, don't be surprised about the zav. Could be that after having two riyas, he's mitame mishkav umoshav, but he doesn't need to count seven clean days. So I wouldn't have known it. If not for the Pasuk, the Pasuk comes to say, that even Mitzah Zovo, Vesafar, even after only having a partial status of a Zovo, only having two Riyas, two discharges, still he has to count. He has to count seven clean days. If Papa said to Abaye, this is very interesting. We saw the word Mizavah twice. In one Pasuk we said Mizavah includes a Zovo of Shteriyas, that he's also that he also needs seven clean days. In the other Pasuk, we said, Mizovo, that only Azav of three Re'iyas needs to bring a carbon. Azav of two does not need to. So the one word Mizov is coming to include Azav of two Re'iyas, and the other Pasuk of Mizov is coming to exclude Azav of two Re'iyas. So So why is it that this Mizovo is coming, the Marbi Be'ezav Ba'ashteyos, we're including and why is it that the other Mizovo, the Memait Be'ezav Ba'ashteyos, we're excluding Azav of Tiriyas? Is the word Mizovo to include or to exclude? So I'm related to Papa. Well, maybe it should be to exclude. Mizovo sounds like not all of the cases of Zov, only some of the cases of Zov. It sounds like it's coming to exclude. But if you're going to say that this one is coming to exclude Azav, meaning to say that Azav of Turias only ha- does not have to count seven clean days, it doesn't need to be there. The Torah doesn't need to write it to exclude Azav of Shtarias. Let the Pasuk be silent from saying the word altogether. In other words, how would I know it? If the Pasuk didn't say that after having two years you need to count seven clean days, I wouldn't know it. It must be that that's what the Pasuk is doing. It's telling me that even after two years, I need to count seven clean days. Because if the Pasuk wouldn't tell me, so how would I know? And of course, I would not need seven clean days. What are you going to say? I would know it from a din, from a Kabochimer, that if the Torah tells me that after two years you're Tameh, and he's Matami Mishkavu Maishav, like we said before. So obviously he's going to need seven clean days. No, that's not true. Shemaras Yom Kenegidam Vilchiach, right? Shemaras Yom Kenegidam is the proof that that's not the case. She is Matami Mishkavu Maishav, and she does not need seven clean days. So the Torah didn't need to exclude it. It must be kind to include it. Vichitema. Now, then there's another question that we mentioned before. How do you darshan Mizovo Vesafar? The word Mizovo to say that even a Mikzazov, even after two years, he needs seven clean days. Haimi Bailey, we needed the word Mizovo to say Mizovo, Velo Mizovo Vinago, I should say. That you only need to become clean from the Zov, even if there's still a Negatsaras, you can still begin to count the seven clean days. No, for that Rasha, Imke and Nechtov Kra, Vichiyit Harazav. If only for that Rasha, the Torah could write the words Vichiyit Harazav, Elishtik, and then be silent. In other words, it could have said Vichiyit Harazav, and that would mean when the flow stops. Hazav would mean. The flow alone has to stop, even if there's still a nega. It doesn't need to write the word mizovo. Mizovo, only why does it say mizovo? That pasuk of mizovo limit alzav b'ashterios sheto and sviyashiva. That's teaching us that the zav of turias needs sviyashiva. So the next mission deals with the dinim of a mitzayra.
There's two kinds of a Mitzayra, basically. A Mitzayra who has the Nega of Tzeras, and the hair turns white, he has all the signs of a Nega of Tzeras, so he becomes a Mitzayra Mbuchlat. But if he has only the Nega of Tzeras, but the, let's say the hair doesn't turn white, so then we, what we do is we lock him up, we close him off, and we wait a week and we see what happens. If it spreads, if the hair is turned white at the end of the week, so then he becomes a Mitzayra Mbuchlat. If not, so we could be Mitzayra him. So we have to know when we're talking about a Mitzayra, when the Torah refers to a Mitzayra, is it referring to a Mitzayra during the time when he's Muzgar, when we're waiting to see what's going to happen, or when he's Mukhlat, when he's absolutely Tameh, he has all the signs. So the Mishnah says, Ein bein Mitzayra Muzgar la Mitzayra Mukhlat. There's no real difference between the Tama of the Mitzayra when he's Muzgar and the Mitzayra when he's Mukhlat. Elo Priya Uprima. The only difference is, when he's a Mukhlat, he has to do Priya Uprima. Priya means to let his hair grow long. And prima means to tear his begadim. So mukhlet has to be pareya v'parem, and a muzgar does not. Also, ein bein tahar mitochesker, the tahar mitochechlet. There's no difference between a mitzayah becoming tahar from a period of hesker, and a mitzayah who's becoming tahar from a period of mukhlet, ela taglachas etzipam. The only difference is taglachas, that he need to shave. A mitzayah mukhlet has to shave before he becomes tahar his whole body, and a muzgar does not. V'tziparem, and a carbonus of birds, a mitzayra muskar has to bring two, uh, does not have to bring any tiparim, any birds, a mukhlat has to bring two tiparim, and one of them they shecht, and one of them they send, so the Gemara's medayi call it any in shiluach, regarding shiluach, sending them out of the city, vetoma, and the degree of toma, that they're both metame, the people that come with them into the awel, that was Hashem, they're both the same, so muskar and mukhlat both need to be sent out of the city, they're both metame in all the same ways, the only difference is Priya and Prima. So the Gemara says, Benanimili. How do we know that a Metzoya Musgar does not need Priya u Prima? Tanya, from Ubar Yitzchak, Kamed Yavuna, Sir, from Yitzchak, Tarabraisa. Before Yavuna, it says in the Pasuk, The Kayin is going to be Metahir, the Metzoya. It's a Mispachas. That's another word for a Nega of Saras. Chibes Begadav. He should wash his Begadim, which means he should be Tovel his Begadim. Vitahir. Now, what does it mean v'tahir? V'tahir sounds like in the past. The Pasuk should have said, v'chibes begadim, he should wash his begadim, v'yitahir, and then he will become tamay. What's v'tahir? He washes his begadim, he's tovel his begadim, v'tahir, and they were tahar already. What does that mean? So the Gemara says, that's referring to a mitzayra muzgar. V'tahir means he was tahar the whole time, mipriya uprima. Meaning this is a remez, that, yeah, of course, now he's being tovel his begadim, and he's becoming tahar. But here the Pasuk of Mirami is that even before he was Tovel, he was Tahar from Priya and Prima. The Mitzrayim Muzgar never needed to let his hair grow. He never needed to tear his begadim. That degree of Tama, he didn't have. He's Tahar from the Priya, Uprima de Meikara, from the Priya and Prima, even before he was Tovel. Amalei Rava, so Rava asks a question. Rava asks, I'm going to prove to you that the word Vitahar does not mean, like you say, that in the past he was Tahar. Elamiata, because if it means like that in the past, Elamiata, when it says Gabizav, See when it says v'chibes begadav v'tahir, says the same thing. Azav has to be tovel. So let's say Azav counts seven days, and he washes his begadim, meaning he's tovel his begadim, he's matvulem v'tahir, and then he's going to become tahir in the past. So there, what v'tahir meikar is it to say? What are you going to say? He's tahir meikar from a certain kind of a tuma. We already said. He has the tuma of meshkavu moshev, and he has the tuma that he needs seven days. What's the v'tahir? What are you going to say? He doesn't have from before. Ellis, what are you going to have to say? You know what you're going to have to say? You're going to have to say that he's Tahar Hashda, that now, after he's Tovel, 
he's tahar, milatami kli cheres behaset, from being mitami a kli cheres behaset. A kli cheres, right, is, a, is an earthenware vessel. Behaset means by moving it. It's a special kind of tumah that a zav has that others don't have. If a zav moves a kli cheres, even if he didn't actually touch it, let's say he was holding a stick and he pushed a kli cheres, he moved the kli cheres with the stick, so the kli cheres would become tame. That's a special tumah of a zav. So the Pasuk is saying that when he's tovel, he's going to be tahar now, it will no longer be metami, a kli cheres behaset by moving it. Now what's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, v'tahar is in the past tense, and it means, afal gav hadar chazi, even if you will once again see a discharge of zav, lo metami limafreya, he will not be metami limafreya, he won't be metami, that thing that he moved, even limafreya, meaning, we won't say that retroactively it's tami. What's the Chiddush? The Chiddush is, let's say a Zav is Tovel in the Mikvah on the seventh day. We said he needs seven clean days. So on the seventh day, nothing happened in the morning, and he goes to the Mikvah. So the truth is, that Tevila could be good enough. You could go to the Mikvah on the seventh day in the morning, and that'll be his Tevila, as long as he doesn't have another discharge during the day. If he has a discharge, a Ziva, at the end of the day, so then we say, Luma Freya, retroactively, the Tevila was not a good Tevila. Uh, so this Pasuk is saying, that even though retroactively, even though Luma Freya, the Tevila is not a good Tevila, but since he was tovel in the morning, even if he moved the picheres in the afternoon, it's tahira. So that's what it means. So Achanami, so I can say a very similar thing by a mitzayra. I can say that when the mitzayra is tovel in the mikvah, I'll say tahar hashta. He now becomes tahar, even if later on the negatziras comes back. He's still tahar now. Milatami bebilim afreya, having milatami something that comes with him into the ohel lumafreya retroactively, meaning if now the negat goes away, and now he's tovel and he becomes tahar, even if later on it comes back. We won't say that the people that were with him in the OL in the interim become Tameh. No, since he was Tovo, so those people will be also Tahar. That's what the Gemara is asking. How do you know that Vitahar means he never required Priya u Prima? Maybe it means that after he's Tovo in the Mikvah, then even if sometime later the Negah comes back and we say that uh, Tumah comes back, it doesn't come back regarding people that were with him together in the OL in the interim. So we have no Makar. For a Mitzvah Muska not requiring Priya and Prima. Elam, Rava. So rather, says Rava, what's the source? Mihachet. From here, it says in the Pasuk, regarding Priya and Prima, it says, Vat Tsarua, Asher Bohanega, the Tsarua, right, the one who has a Tsaras, Asher Bohanega, who the Nega is Bo. The Nega is Bo. Now, what does Bo mean? Bo means the Nega is in him. The Nega is on him. Meaning, the, the Torah is going to say here that the Tsarua who has the nega in him, on him, he has to let his hair grow long and he has to tear his begad. What does it mean, the Tsarua asherboa nega, that the nega is on him? Just say the Tsarua. What's asherboa nega, the Tsarua is on him? Misha Tsaratu Tuluya Bagufa. This is referring to somebody whose Tsaras is dependent upon it being there on his body. Meaning, if it's there, he's going to be a Mitzarah, and as soon as it goes away, he's not a Mitzarah. But nothing else will change his status. Yatzazah, this is to the exclusion of the Mitzrayim Muskar. She'en saratu tuliyavaguf. His teras is not totally in it, being in its body. Meaning to say, it's not true that the only way that he will become tahar from his teras is if the negative goes away. No. Elabiyam is totally in the days passing. Like we said before, a Muskar is somebody who's closed off and we're waiting to see what happens. If it gets worse, if it spreads, if the, if the, if the hair is color, colors change, so then he becomes tummy. But even if it doesn't go, even if it doesn't, go away, if the days pass and it doesn't get worse, so he could actually become Tahar. So when the Torah says that the one who has to do Priya and the Prima is the one who's Asher Bo'anega, the Nega is in his body, that means a Mitzvah Mukhlat, because his status is dependent on the Nega being in his body or going away. Not a Mitzvah Muskar, because his Saras is not totally in the Nega being there or going away, 
his teras is totally in the days passing, and nothing changes. Amli Abaye, so Abaye says to Rava, Elamiyata, so if you're going to dash in the Pasuk like that, when it says in the Pasuk, Ko yimei asher hanegabo yitma. So we have a similar thing, asher hanegabo. It says in this Pasuk that all the days that the nega is there, so he's going to be mitame. And there it says that he has to leave the city. He has to be sent out of the city. So it says asher hanegabo. That sounds like it's referring to the Mukhlet, who the Tsaras is totally in it, being in his body. Are we going to say that only Misha Tsaras would leave a gufo? Who does own Shilach? Only somebody whose Tsaras is totally in it, being in his body. He requires to be sent out of the city. Vishayin Tsaras would leave a gufo. But if somebody is a Musgar, his Tsaras is not totally in it, being in his body. If, if the days just pass and nothing changes, so he can become Tahar. Ain't to own Shilach. He doesn't need to be sent out. Is that true? If you're going to say, yeah, in Achinami, it's true. Bakatani, the mission says, no, the mission says, right, the difference is whether you have to be here long, the difference is whether you have to tear your baggage. But regarding being sent out of the city, the people that come with him into the old, they're both the same. They're both mitame. Uh, they both need to be sent out of the city. So, it says, only the person who has the nega in him. So he says, you're right. But here the Pasuk could have said, Yemei Asher HaNegabo, the days. What does it need to say, Kol Yemei? It could have said Yemei, and it says, Kol Yemei, so that's coming the Rabbi Mitzoya Muzgar L'Shiluach. So the word Kol is a riboy to include a Mitzoya Muzgar L'Shiluach, even though the words Asher HaNegabo might have uh, led us to exclude him, Kol Yemei comes to include him again. So the next two words, Yachir, are a little bit out of place. Let's just skip them out. What's the reason why we said that a muskar does not need to glachas, doesn't need to shave, he doesn't need to bring the tutsi parm? My time below, why not? Because it says in the Mishnah, Ein bin tar l'mitai hafter, tar mitai chachlet al taglachas v'tzi parm. Right, the only difference is that a muskar doesn't need to glachas, he doesn't need tzi parm. Why not? Amr Vaisov, it says, Amr Kav, because the Pasuk says, V'yatza ha'kainam yichutz l'machene, the Kohen goes out to see and... It says, and he sees that it has become healed. The Negatsaras was healed, meaning to say it went away, it shrunk. So this is referring to a mukhlat, because a mukhlat is somebody who his tahara depends on the nega being healed, going away. So only the person whose taras is totally in refuas, this, this excludes the Messiah, his taras Going away doesn't depend on refuais. Doesn't have to actually go away. El Biyama is telling the days passing without it getting worse, without the color, without the, the hairs turning white. And in this parasha, it talks about the karbanas of the tziparim and it talks about the teglachas. So you learn that only a mukhla needs tziparim and teglachas, not a muska. Says the Mishnah, ain't bein tziparim with filin There's no difference between the status and the dinim of tziparim, right? Taira, nevim, and ksuvim, and tfilin. And as says, Ella, they have the same dinim. The only thing is, the only difference is, you can write Sifarim of Tanakh in any language. You can only write them in Lashna Kaidish, the letters that we have. Like I say, for Torah that we have today, that's what we have to write. Even Sifarim of Tanakh, they didn't allow you to write them in any language. They didn't allow you to write them in any language. You can only write them in Yuvanis. So now the Mishnah said that there's no difference other than the language you write them. Halatayfin begins regarding 
stitching them together, that if you want to stitch them together, if they're written in different pieces of parchment, you have to stitch them together with gidden, with sinews of the animal, specifically, not anything else. And if you touch them, the hands become tummy. They're all the same. And, uh, yeah, they're all the same. You have to stitch them together with gidden, and they're all metami as hayadayim.